God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So excited to be in the house today. I'm, I'm very, very excited in my spirit. I have a joy that I can't really, really, really explain. Is the joy of the spirit. Can we give God praise? Hallelujah. Come on, go ahead and give him praise. Shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Amen. So we've been talking about what? What did we talk about last week in the first service? Huh? I can't hear you. The disastrous path of the simple. Amen. So, um, and the reason why we're having that conversation is because the Bible says that the enemy has come but to what? To steal, kill, and what? And destroy. The enemy has come to kill, to steal, and to what? And to destroy. Praise God. All right. The enemy come to steal, kill, and what? And destroy. That's his plan. And so, we have to be aware of that. And um, he's going to do that by all possible means. Uh, he's going to do that by what? All by all possible means. You see, um, the, the enemy doesn't play fair. Uh, if he can, he can use your good to steal, to kill, and to hurt you. Amen. Amen. So you have to always find yourself in the word. Amen. Amen. Find yourself in the word so that um, you don't, you know, um, um, lose what you shouldn't lose. And so I spoke about, I think last week we, we looked at what? Order. I think that was, I think order and then what was the second one? Just one? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I thought we did two last week. So we have about five five things we need to look at. Amen. You know, who wants to give me a recap quickly? Can I get someone give me a recap from last week? Um, just like two minutes. Anybody quickly? Anybody just raise your hand. You want to give me a recap? Last week, last week. Anybody, anybody, anybody wants to give me a recap? Going, 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 going. We have... We don't have time. Going, 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 going. Anyone, anybody here, anybody there? Nobody. No recap. I'm sorry for your pity. Anybody? All right. Daya, thank you for delivering. All right. All right. Bisola. So something that struck me from what you said was, if you don't have order, you just feel like a country, anybody can go in and come out. All right, beautiful. Anyone? All right. The great man of God. That, and uh, they were waiting for you to just yeah. first to go. All right. 
If I preach like this, you will not be blessed. <laughs> so talk, please. You say without order, you are illegal. Yeah. There will never be progress without order. Yeah. And order is the structure of what you call a balance of weight that God installs in your life. Yeah, it's the structure and the balance of weight that God installs in your life. One last person. Okay, now. <laughs> Quickly. President. Yeah. It's righteous to have checks. It's righteous, it's to, righteous have. to have checks. It's what? It's righteous to have, to, checks. Ha- to have checks. Yes, checks. Yeah. And in our other structure, you said um, it is a balance of weights that God installs in life and things. Mm. There cannot be progress without order. And order is a primary check. Mm. Um, then you talked about testing all spirits. Yeah. Um, that when people come to what atmosphere um, mm. does this person bring to you? That's talking about testing all spirits. Okay. To check. Okay, I think that's the second one I wanted to go into. All right, beautiful. Beautiful. All right, I think there were some people who were there. All right. Good, good. Thank you. Uh, you talked about the simple believing all things. The simple believes all things. Yes. That's what, what scripture again? That's Proverbs, or, Proverbs, I think 14, maybe. Okay, the simple believes everything, every word. All right. You talked about the prudence. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's 14. The prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple passes on and are punished. Give me the one where he narrates fully. I think that's 1426. All right, which other one? Which other person? Which other person? I think Laolo raised his hand. Yeah. Then the man of God there. Amen. Amen. Use the mic, please. We shouldn't receive instruction mm. or word mm. or influence mm. from anyone who is mm. disordered. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The simple inherit fully, but the prudent are crowned with what? With knowledge. All right, the last person. Oh, is there someone there? No, right, the last person. Good. Uh, I don't really, <laughs> I, I'm not really interested in your own uh, addition. Thank you, sir. I'm interested in what I wanted to say. We are all the product of influence. Yeah. Then don't receive influence from the person that has no order. All right. If not, destruction is on the way. All right. Don't just accommodate crazy ideas and belief. All right. Even Jesus did not come to destroy the law and prophet. All right. Fantastic. All right. Let me give so that I can have lunch this afternoon. (laughs) It's not really from my heart. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Amen. So we looked at the, the, the disastrous path of what? Of the simple. You see, and I'm sometimes, many times, um, 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 we hide, when we are simple, we, we, we turn it to be spiritual. Many times we hide, we hide, you know, you know, sometimes you can hide cowardice under humility. Do you know that? You can be a coward, but you just tongue it up and just make it feel like you are being humble. Amen. You are being humble. You can, you can, you know, you know some people don't have the, 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 the boldness, you know, to stop what needs to be stopped. 
Eh? They don't have the boldness to stop what needs to be stopped at, at different levels. And then, and then they can't, those kind of people would always easily, um, easily become a nest for devils. Amen. Amen. You know, there are some even fathers who can't, who can't stop their children on their tracks and say, this can go. Huh? Are you with me? Yes. No, that's not, that's, that's dangerous. Huh? They can't they can do that. That's dangerous. And then sometimes we hide under humility or spirituality. And the enemy don't mind if you are going to hide under spirituality. If, if through that way he can what? He can steal from you, kill, or what? Destroy. Or destroy. And so I said there are five checks that, that will help you to monitor uh, what has access into your life or into your space. There are five things we'll look at. And the first one is order. You see, and I said that you need to investigate the order in the life of anyone who is bringing influence, influence into your life. You need to check. You see, lack of order must, must be interpreted as illegitimacy. Anytime you see lack of order, immediately interpret it as illegitimate because God cannot put um, authority in disorder. Uh, authority is always an out, uh, outcome of order. You remember the popular scripture, for I am a man under authority. I say to one, go. You see, and Jesus validated that his narrative. Uh, and um, he, 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 he called that narrative faith. He hyped the faith of that narrative. I am a man what? Under authority. Now, to be under authority is more than, is more than to be is more than uh, it's a stronger terminology than maybe I, I listen to people. It's not I listen to people. Is I'm subject. Am I preaching here? It's about being what? It's about being subject. Uh, the the man was talking in the context of 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 was using a military terminology because he was he was a great soldier. Huh? He was a captain. He had he had he had a battalion he was leading. Are we together here? So he was talking and, I, and you know the the the, the level of mili, uh, military sense they had then is even you know more serious than what we have now. You see but let's even assume it's even this uh, period by using the military uh, uh, pattern of these times. You would also see that it's a very powerful word. I'm a man under authority. And um, because of this, I say to one, go, he goes. I say to another, what? Come, he comes. Are you with me? So you see, power is is distributed in the context of order 
Eh? The balance of order. That is what makes power to be what? To be distributed. So you don't have power because you are powerful. Eh? It's not, it's power, it's not what you, re, you use because you are powerful. Nobody is powerful. Power is delegated. Are we together here? Authority is what? Can you say authority is delegated? Please say it one more time. Another time. Another time. For the last time. Now, why do you need to understand this? Because sometimes our brain can't understand it because we think, we think civilian. You, you understand? And that's why when, when sometimes somebody wants to tell you to do something, you sometimes check the person and scan the person. And then you check whether you are more powerful than the person. You see? But the reason why the person is telling you to do what he's telling you to do is not necessarily because the person is more powerful than you. It's because authority has been given to the person. The general is not the general because he can beat everybody under him. You understand? It's not, it's not because he can beat everyone under him. If they remove their stars and say, let's just fight like that, you wouldn't know... <laughs> Who's the general? Are you together with me? You see, but the general is authorized uh, to release the commands that he releases. And I pray that God will give us understanding today in the name of Jesus. Are we here? So, so that's why when you enter the room and the usher tells you to sit somewhere, you see, the usher might not tell you to sit somewhere in another place. The usher will not always tell you to sit somewhere for every, in every spare in life. Are you together with me? But in, in the Glory Center Community Church, a short, slim usher can tell, you know, the MD CEO of 85 companies where to sit. And um, you just have to go sit there. Why? Because that usher has authority. Are you together with me? So anytime you check anyone who is not subject, huh? Then the person doesn't have God kind of what? Of authority. Uh, do you know that even after God called Paul, Paul subjected everything he had uh, to the apostles that had been before him? Are you with me? That's why, that, sometimes that's why somebody is your senior. That's just the reason. Just simply because the person are what? Eh? Uh, had been before you. Eh? Welcome, man of God. Just because the person had been before you is enough. Sometimes just check, when were you called? When was this person called? You don't have to check the revelation. Okay, this man is my senior. Are you together with me? Eh? You don't have to. So Paul went to the apostles who had been before him, and the apostles scrutinized what he's preaching. And guess what? They now gave him barrier. They gave him a right of fellowship, not just that. They gave him a, 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 like a boundary and said, okay, this is what you preach. Don't preach this. Don't preach that. And Paul took all his revelation in the context, you see, that was given him by the apostles that were, that were before him. Are we together here? So you need to study that. You see, you see, when, when one is not subject, listen to me, anyone who is not subject is on a destructive mission. 
Anyone who's not what, who's not subject, who doesn't have order in his life, is on a mission to destroy. And um, if you allow your life, you know, to be led by someone who is not, who is not governed, then you will partake in that destruction. Am I preaching here? Huh? I told you about a child. Check almost all, you know, young people who have who have their lives in a mess. It all started when at their teenage years or something, they just stopped listening to daddy or mommy. Even check, check your family also. Sometimes there's this boy or this girl, you see, that stopped listening. Huh? And then years have passed and the person has made a wreck of their lives. Why? Because the person wasn't subject. Are you together with me? You see, because some of us are carried away by the brilliance of people. It, it could be academic brilliance. It could be, you see, it could be, it, it could even be Bible brilliance. Now, I'm, I'm trying to teach you how not to be simple. It could be Bible brilliance. Some of you are carried away by people's Bible brilliance, but anytime there is no order, then what you have is a legitimate, an illegitimate authority. Huh? Is that okay? Now, I don't think I need to flog that again, but I think that this message, you need to go get it, study it, listen to it, and then install it. You see, these are things you just install. Now, the reason why I'm teaching this is that sometimes, you see, what we make assumptions, people know some things, and the truth is they don't know it, and then they make a shipwreck of your faith. And so, I'm trying to, dis- I'm trying to begin to teach some of these things that, you know, are installed, but maybe we now have to teach them so that others can install them, and then... You just have it in your soul. It's just part of your makeup. Are we together here? It is wise to not submit yourself or your life to someone who doesn't have what? Order in their lives. That don't have... I'm I'm not talking about... You know, a lot of people are so nice that when you ask them, who speaks to you? Who do you listen? Say, you know, various people, you know, here and there, you know. You know, I just, you know. It sounds nice. It sounds interesting, but it's not Bible. It's not Bible. You see, all, all, all the scriptures that you have, every scripture that you have, especially the New Testament scripture, the reason we have it is because there is a structured, orderly relationship. If there was no orderly relationship, we wouldn't have the Bible. Are you together with me? The reason why you have the book of Corinthians, First and Second Corinthians, is that there was a whole church who was listening to Paul. Are you with me? You see, the first Corinthians and the second Corinthians did not come down from heaven. It came because there was a relationship between an apostle, a father, and what? And his church, and that's why we have it. And so, if if you pick truths from those books and discard the spirit of the book itself, you are illegitimate. Because the only reason why you have any promise or anything that is exciting in that book was because there was a church who decided to be subject to an apostle. And boom, we have a book. And so that's the primary spirit of those books. The reason why you have First Timothy and Second Timothy is that there was a Timothy who was listening to a Paul. Uh-huh. And that's why we have First Timothy and Second Timothy. If there was no, so the books were not advice. Are you with me? It's not what... It's not advice from one from a colleague. You see, because a lot of us are very Western. You are Western, you are brilliant, but 
You see, you can be smart in your brain and foolish in the eye of God. Are you together with me? And so what, what makes sense to you doesn't mean it makes sense. Huh? You see, because there is a knowledge of good and evil, you see, that, that caused the fall. And the knowledge of good and evil will have a lot of brilliant ideas, but it's still from the falling tree. Are we preaching here? And so I'm going to say something sometimes, you see, that might not make sense to your brain, but your brain is not really making much sense altogether. And so your brain cannot be a, par- a parameter to judge what is right or wrong because the, the brain altogether has been messed up by the knowledge of the, of the good of, or the tree of good and evil. And so your brain cannot be, what I'm saying is that the marking script you are using is wrong. The Bible is the marking script, not your brain. You need to check the Bible because your brain tells you, no, 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 I have sense on my own. But you wouldn't find that in the Bible. Are we together, friends? Are we together, friends? In the Bible, we were taught how to think. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's to teach you how to think. That's the meaning of let this mind be in you. That's giving you a whole mind, a whole mind. What happened to the one you have? (laughs) Are you getting the point? Let this mind a whole not just not just a thought a whole have this mind then you can now start to think without this mind your thinking will be wrong yes, sir. am i preaching here yes, let this mind be in you which was also as a christian we are thought to what to think so many times you think that you're correct and you read the bible and the bible says your thinking is wrong you see and so sometimes you might feel justified but wrong yeah. you see so how you feel or how you think is not necessarily truth. And so if you worship your feelings, if you feel justified, it doesn't mean you are justified. Yeah. Are we preaching here? Because all of, a lot of us live on that realm. Like, can you believe what he did to me? And all you need to do is to pray in tongues and, and the Lord will tell you you are the one who did something. Just pray in tongues for two minutes. Just find out you are the one who did something. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. Just pray in tongues for two minutes and you are the one who needs to go apologize. And then you have been fighting for an apology. And then you just do devotion to Maragadila Basha. And God says, I'm not listening to you. You need to go apologize. <laughs> let this man, someone say, let this man be in me. Come on, scream it. Say, let this man be in me. One more time, let this man be in me. Number four times, let this man be in me. For the last time, say, let this man be in me. Is it making sense, friends? So, you check the order. I told you about the seven sons of Sceva. What was lacking in their life is order. And it was the primary one. It is Paul we know. We know Jesus. We know all all those people. Who are you? And sometimes, who are you is not a question that you can answer independently. Sometimes, who are you is answered by who are you connected to. I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I, I tell you the truth. 
Listen, in the kingdom of God, God has decided to trust men. God has what? God has, listen, God has what? Decided to trust men. Now, this is a very big statement I just made. God has what? Decided to trust men. Now, I know you won't trust men, but God does. So, you're going to be in crossroads with God if you don't. And if I'm Satan, which I'm not, one of the things I need to do to you is to get you to trust men. And friends, it makes sense not to trust men. You see, there's a way you talk about not trusting men that sounds spiritual. That, you know, me, is just God. It's just me and God. I just, I just focus on God. The most important thing is my relationship with God. The most important thing. You see, it's not about church. It's just about, it's about your heart with Jesus. No, I'm not saying it sounds nice. The way I'm saying it, I feel more spiritual. Even me saying it, I'm like, wow. <laughs> But you see, the same that ascended, first of all, he said it. Wow. And when he ascended, he gave gifts to men. Uh, a prophet, apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists. Why? So that the people can be like Jesus. So Jesus wants people to be like him, and he deposited the possibility of that in men. Uh, so this Jesus you want to be like said, for you to be like me, the possibility of that have given it to men. So if you hate men, you practically hate me. You fact, you might emotionally say you love me, but practically, you you hate me. I, I, I have, I, I can't be an apostle to you. I can't be a prophet to you. I can't be an evangelist to you. I can't be a pastor. I can't be a teacher to you. I have given others to be that. Are you together with me? Are you together with me, friends? I tell you, it took him very few days after Jesus died. All the disciples left him. Messed it up. And he just stayed with them for a few days and left. And committed everything in the hands of 12 people who just left him some weeks ago. They just left him some weeks ago and he committed the whole kingdom agenda in their hands. And just put the Holy Spirit in them. Are you together with me? So you just have to trust men. I said, but, but, but men, listen, no, the amount of failures you know about men is not if men are not... Men are worse than you think. You don't even know enough. Jesus knows more. <laughs> but he trusts men. Why does he trust men? Because men are his creation. So he trusts men because he trusts himself, because he knows what he put in men. Are you together with me? And, um, and um, he sees other amazing things in men. And friends, as men have done terrible things, men have also done great things. I'm telling you the truth. There were people who went through greater persecution than Jesus Christ. I'll tell you the truth. Who died a worse death than Jesus? Huh? I said people died a worse death than Jesus. I'm not talking rubbish. People were able to do exactly what Jesus did. Are you with me? Were able to die like him. They were able to, to just waste their lives like him. Why? Because he has put his spirit in them. You see, the valuable thing about man is the spirit of God in him. That's the investment that God has put in man. So God, God is sure that if the spirit is there, the work will not stop. Is this, isn't this exciting? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you need to check the order. You need to check the balance. You need to check the balance. Are you together with me? Yes. You need to what? Check the balance. Check the order in the, in, the, in the people that you allow to 
You allow their influence into your life. And then even you as yourself, make sure that you are legitimate. Yeah? Are you together with me? If God calls you, a man has to confirm it. Do you know that? A man has to confirm it. A man has to confirm it. Um, was it last year or something? Reverend, Reverend um, Felix was ordained a reverend. You see, he had been in the ministry for many years. He had been ordained a pastor for many years. But another set of men had to come and ordain him a reverend. You think it's ceremony? It's not ceremony. It's important. Separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I have already called them. They know about the work. You see, because you can't, you can't, it's, it's not so powerful when you, when you call a man God did not call. Are you with me? You can, you can call a man into administrative function. But you see, you cannot call a man into the fivefold office. I can't make you an apostle. Huh? But I can make you a pastor. Why? Because the pastor is dual. The, fun, the pastoral function is dual. There is the pastor of the fivefold. Are you with me? But there is also the pastor at the level of eldership. Huh? Which another man can make you a pastor. Are you together with me? You don't need to go and find out whether you have a calling or not. It sounds spiritual, but it's illiteracy. I know it sounds spiritual. Ah, I've not been a pastor. No, there's nothing called that. You don't need a calling to be a pastor. You need, you, you can be made a pastor if, if we need one. Are you together? Isn't this beautiful? Yes. If we need one. Pastor Zach, why are you saying this? It's in the Bible. It says if anyone desires to, to the office of a bishop, he desires a good thing. So even if your pastor doesn't want you to, you can want it. Yes. I said, Pastor, I desire the yes. office of a bishop. Accurate. It's still fantastic. Yes. Yeah, I said, you can have passion, a desire to be a pastor. I said, are you serious? Then we check it. We check all the criteria. Does he have a good report? Is it that we'll make him a pastor? And his, his street people will come and say him with the man. Ah. Go back in the pastor there. This is a faithful saying. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. Somebody scream good work. Good work. I say scream good work. Good work. I say scream good work. Good work. So next time, ladies, when you want to marry a man and you ask him what are you doing, he says he want to be a pastor. Don't, don't ask again what, what else. Good work. Good work. Good work. Never lie come out of your mouth. I can never marry a pastor. No, no, no. Don't say that. That's bad. That's a, that's a bad thing to say. And you need help. That's a bad thing to say. You, you should say that because you think you are not, priv- you are not, you are not worthy or deserving. Not because you think you deserve better. Have you ever seen the Bible where the, where the Bible says, either is a doctor has a good work? Or who is a lawyer has a good work? Pastor Zach has a good work. <laughs> good work. The Bible says we have a good work. Now, the world might not say we have a good work. Forbes might not say we have a good work. But when the world is over, and the real rewards are about to be shared. Oh my God, I'll be on the line. Because I have a good work. Are you together with me? The Bible says we should grant double honor to those who labor in word. Are you together with me? Who labor in doctrine. They deserve double, double honor. It's a good work. So you can, you can marry a pastor, you'll be fine. I said you'll be fine. I said you'll be fine. You can marry a preacher, you can marry an apostle, you can marry an evangelist. You see, what's important, what you are marrying is his is his work with God. Yes. 
Are you together with me? He's his work with God. If a man has a genuine work with God, he will be fine. You see, you can be a pastor and not have a work with God. So that's the challenge. Is the pastor is not the challenge. It's work with God that is challenge. Are you together with me? Are we here, friends? So the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who live on word and doctrine. Praise God. Hallelujah. So anybody, anybody can be made a pastor. You see, but you can't be made an apostle if God didn't call you. If I poured all the oil in the world on your head and call you an apostle, if God never called you an apostle, you will not be an apostle. You'll have just wasted the oil, right? Yes, sir. You see, but men are so important. Are you together with me, friends? Men are so important. So let's, let's leave the order. I think, I think we've done well on that, right? Let's leave it. The second te- test or the second check is the emotion or the feeling that, that you see that, um, that the influence brings, the feeling, the emotion. The Bible says that evil communication will always what? Corrupt good man. You need to be able to um, identify what emotion, my engagement with this person, what emotion does it bring? What feeling does it bring? Whenever this person comes into my life, do I feel like praying more? Or do I feel like playing more? Whenever this person comes into my life, do I feel like going for parties? Whenever this person comes into my life, how do I feel? Huh? You see, the atmosphere a person brings, the atmosphere that a person brings, you see, the atmosphere, atmosphere reveals What word what, what do you use when a secret has been let out? Atmosphere exposes the substance we are made of. When you carry a substance, people will not see it. But the atmosphere will expose you. Every, every substance will produce an atmosphere. And so, so atmosphere exposes the substance that one is what? Made of. So you need you need to you need to feel it, huh? You need to feel it. You need to feel it. Be not deceived. Tell somebody, be not deceived. Be not deceived. You can see that communication has the ability to what to corrupt. So that corruption is atmosphere. What atmosphere? Is it a corrupt atmosphere? You speak to some people and you feel like you want to go and slap other people. You just speak to them and you just, you just become unruly. You speak to some people and then your husband is in trouble. You just get to them and say, eh, what's, what, what happened? And then because you just spoke with people, someone. Because an atmosphere has been rubbed off on you. Are we together, friends? So you need to check it. What feeling do I have? Have you spoken to someone and you hated another person? 
You know, the Bible speaks about how the root of bitterness will defy many. It will defy many. It says the root of bitterness, when it springs up, it will what? It will defy how many people? Many. 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 Wherefore, seeing, I thought you were giving me the scripture of the root of bitterness defiling many. Looking diligently, lest any man fall off the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. So some people have, 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 have bitterness inside. What atmosphere would they release? Defilement. Huh? So you need to watch. You need to watch how does this person, how does this person's influence make me feel? Do you know you are with some people and your your you are with some people and your and your um your resistance for sin drops. You don't you are not you don't hate sin. Ah. Uh, you don't hate sin. Now, you might be that person also, though. People are around you and their resistance for sin, you know, just goes down. And you're with some people and your resistance for sin is only high. Like, yeah. Am I preaching here? Yes, so you need to watch that. Now, don't be simple. Don't be carried away. Don't just be yourself. So, you know, no, 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 no. This is, the, don't forget by scripture, the enemy has come to what? To steal, kill, and destroy. Like, like there is no transaction with Satan that is neutral. He just wants to, he's, he's not, he doesn't want to come back later. He wants to kill you now. To steal from you and to destroy you now. So you have to be serious with life. You have to be serious. You have to be, you have to be intentional. Praise God. You don't give your time to you don't give your time to things that are destroying you. You don't give your time to people that are destroying you. This is why some people will have to live to 80 years old, 90 years old. It's not because they have more to do. It's because they have done nothing. And God has given them more time. It's not really a success story. Why? Because they've lived very slow lives. The life has been slow. Why? Because they accommodate many rubbish. So out of the 80 years, 55 was a waste. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. For example, as a preacher, there are some people I should associate with. Some people I shouldn't. Huh? Yes, there are some people I should associate with. There are some people I shouldn't. There are some people I can associate with and all I'm thinking about is money. Now that would defile. Huh? There are some people I will associate with and all I'm thinking about is, is just numbers. That would defile. But some people I'm associate, I will associate with, all I'm thinking about is the will of God. Uh, that's the atmosphere they bring. That's the emotion. You see, this was what fostered the relationship between Mary and Elizabeth. They had this beautiful atmosphere. That they, they, they shared a common atmosphere. Am I preaching here? Yes, sir. Let me show you a scripture which might take us to our third point. Go to 2 Samuel chapter 15. I think 13 or 15, I'm not sure. Are you blessed? Yes, 
Second Samuel 13. This is not even, we should look at this scripture, but not now. But let, let's just look at it now. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister. So I always say fair sister. That's beautiful, not like, not like yellow, <laughs> like beautiful. Whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. So he was in a place where what he thought it was hard. He loved her. But he thought it hard. He loved her, but he thought it was hard. Like it was difficult for him. He thought it is his his soul didn't have the ability. That's verse two. Now, what is the introductory word to verse to in verse three? But. So there are things you can think hard. But when, an, when a bot is introduced, it will be possible. Influence makes hard things possible. Huh? Say bot. You see, you, you can have a big dream, but a big dream, but somewhere else is hard for you to fulfill. But you can have a board of an influence that will make what you think hard to achieve possible. And in the same vein, he loved her, but it's hard. Thought it hard, but I'm not had a friend. Somebody say, I'm not had a friend. I'm not had a friend. This is very important. Whose name was Jonadab? The son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. <laughs> This is the guy Shaka spoke about. Logboju, Ogbo, Ogbo. Ah, you don't know it. It's like this is another Pastor DG part two. That's him. That's Jonadab. Ogbo, Boju, Ogbo. I'm a Logbo go. That's Jonadab for you. Very something. Very something. Over, over, over calculating. Overthinking. You know, the promises of God are here, amen. And he has taught us to talk yes, no. The child of God should be able to say yes and no. You know, say to hide things and hide many things and confuse. Even yourself, you are confused. You just faint. Even yourself, saying it. <laughs> A lot of us are like a kitty road, like this. Just 
many tongues. Just, just say yes. Just say no. Let your ye be ye. And your nay be nay. Be straight. But the guy had a friend. Very something. You need to check the atmosphere. I hope as I'm preaching, you are checking things. You need to check the atmosphere. If you are if you are Mary, never see Elizabeth's house as far. If you are Mary, Elizabeth's house should not be far. Don't relate with don't relate with the closest person around you. Now my guy, now we, we did together. No, don't relate, don't relate to the closest person around you. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't relate with someone because the person is around. Is the person alive? A lot of us jeopardize destiny. We are just relating with well, when the desirable is not available, the available becomes desirable. Whew. Wow. Wow. Am I making any sense? My research has stopped working all the time. So check the influence. You are not better than the person around you. You are not better than the set of people around you. You see, the people around you is the prophecy of your tomorrow. You are never better. But I was like, how are you going? How am I going to end like, like your friends? You are going to end like your friends. All of you are going to end like your friends. You and your friends are going to end the same, the same way, the same place. Yeah. How's my future going to be? Just, just check your friends. You know, somehow we don't know how we end, but we all know how our friends will end. <laughs> Do you know, somehow, I said, man, this guy, this guy go, this guy go great to, this guy, this guy go great to. <laughs> We all kind of know how people are going to end. And the person might even be doubting himself. Like, something they die or you, you with all of us, they, <laughs> I like me. Ah, you! Now, if you stay close enough, you will end like that. Are we preaching here? So don't marry someone you don't like the person's friends. Because you have been, you've just been scammed. If you really hate his friends, you should really hate him. Yes. Because there is a reason why they are friends. Yes. <laughs> it means that he has not just showed you that he is them and they are he. He is they. They are one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You have to be intentional. You have to be what? Intentional. You must have energies working all around you. Energies of intentionality. 
the energy of intentionality. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Don't never be in a place where there is no why. It's terrible. There has to be a why. A Bible-based why. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, some of us are so naive that you can follow kidnappers to go and kidnap. Yes. And you'll be shocked when they're collecting ransom and people are like, ah, that's what we came to do here. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then you see all the signs. Like, what well, we just they go, like, um, how's they bury? I just remember I follow my friend. And then you are seeing people cleaning gun. You, are like, you, you still think it's toy gun. You are just seeing all the <laughs> Have you seen? Have you seen them cut some people? And one of them will say, "I don't know anything. I think they don't see me. I follow me. I go. <laughs> I don't know anything. You just see me. I follow me. I just stay inside. Like they say they won't go back. So they won't give me police. They won't for them. Are you like? <laughs> All the guys are really khaki. People who are with them, they cut people's head and them. You are just there, bolo. Bozo. Say not me. Not me. Come on, scream it. Say not me. Not me. You know what? There should have been, Amnon should have put a star, a, a mark on Jonadab. Because Jonadab has a Bible reputation. His reputation is that he's very subtle. If he was living intentionally, he would have said, he would have told himself, nothing from Jonadab will ever enter inside me. Never. You see, sometimes you only know the people, sometimes you only take memory of the people that you want into your space. You should also have a memory of people that you don't want. No, I don't. Based on the word. No. 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 I have a song on it. I, I sang a song on my tab on, on people that, no, I don't. This kind of, no, I don't. I went for a particular conference and I heard this preacher. This preacher was, man, something else. I've never heard a preacher before then that preaches like that. And I'll tell you, I won't lie to you. After then, I've never heard a preacher like that. This man is bad. I tell you the truth. What? I've never, I don't think, I don't know. I don't have hopes that I will meet a preacher like that preacher. He's the greatest preacher I've met in my life. He wake up, have a tea in his hand. He uses slides, he has his pen. And then he's just preaching. And then it was a room full of men of God. All, everybody in that room, most of the people in that room were my mentors, my spiritual fathers, full, over a thousand or two. I think that was his first or only time in Nigeria. And I was in that room. And this man just kept on teaching. I'm talking of people who taught people like Tunde Bakare, who taught to the Bishop Waluk. He's crazy. And he was just teaching and teaching. And if a pen, if, if a pin had dropped, would have heard it. The atmosphere was charged, captivated. He was the only one laughing. He was the only one smiling. All of, um, oh my goodness. Even my icons, this man was even insulting my icons. Like, like my icons were really no. So when the Lord bought the revelation, 
And the Lord began to tell me about the apostolic prophetic reformation to the nations. And I went to meet Agin and I told Agin, I said, Lord, isn't Agin? I said, no, that's not Agin. What a fake nonsense, garbage and bullocks. <laughs> that's how he talks. Atmosphere was charged. I'm like, he? I'm like, he? Like, who can ever insult Kenneth Egan? Kenneth Egan was like just you know, normal. And he kept on preaching. He said that when me Bill, Bill Ammon, Bill Ammon is like the number one prophet in the world, number one prophet. No, the prophetic movement. Bill Ammon is the father of prophetic movement. He's now a very old man, and yet he's still he's the one that he's the prophetic leader in the whole world. Bill Ammon, in the whole world. said, and I spoke to Bill Ammon and was speaking face to face, fire for fire. And, and he asked me to submit to, who's this guy? Wagner. And he says, I, he says, I submit to Wagner. I said, no, I'm not going to submit to Wagner. It's either you or nobody else. And when we go face to face, fire. My wife was just shaking, wondering what's going on. And I left the old perfect nonsense because God is on the move and I posted a commission. <laughs> It was powerful. Like, like this man, you can't find any of his message on the internet. Never. His message on the internet. No, they don't release a message. You know, we were trying to do ad to promote. <laughs> no one, no one of his messages on the internet. Check YouTube, check everywhere. You need to find someone who knows him, who's part of the flow, part of the network, that that person can be kind to you and give you the messages. He's extremely powerful. I started to imagine what can be this powerful. The only thing that crossed my mind on what can be close to this, I just imagine maybe when Paul is preaching. I'm telling you, the atmosphere was that charged. And I was like, what? And I'm on that spot, I said, this is my last day of listening to this man. I'd never listened to this man my life. And I never did. Even though it was powerful. Because I'm not simple. I didn't doubt that it's powerful. But I knew that I would be disrupted away from where God was leading me. And I knew this is not my man of God. I never walked away. But the simple will enjoy everything. I'm telling you. We are science students. They mix everything. They mix everything. The simple. They mix everything. And then eventually they lose themselves. Eventually. I see them everywhere. I've seen some of them run mad. Yeah, I've seen some of them run mad. They, are, they mix everything. I could discern the atmosphere. I knew this was going to bring an atmosphere to me that will make me unruly, make me... You know, and I listened to one of the disciples. I listened to one of the disciples who, who, had, who had been with him maybe 15 years or 20 years ago. I mean, I mean, like, part of the movement. And the man told me, he said, one of the greatest mistakes I made in my life was that I was, I was listening to this person. And I've heard almost all his disciples in Nigeria say that. 
almost all of them. And then a lot of them shut down their churches. They had big churches, they shut down their churches. One, one told me, he said, he said, I shut down my this, I did this, I did that. He said, after a while gone, you'll be going to club. And then you'll go to club and you'll be drinking small, small wine. Yeah. He said, because of all this religious nonsense, speaking in tongues like stupid people too. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, this man is anointed of God, very powerful, and God sent him. I tell you the truth. Now, there were extremes, extremes, but I'm telling you, when I say this man is powerful, I'm not joking. I mean this man, if I see this man today, I'll post it. I'll, I forgot this is what I'm saying. I'll post it like this. <laughs> I prostrate, I respect, I respect the man of God because he did a lot of good things also. You see, but I just knew that there was some stuff, the atmosphere was not the kind of atmosphere I wanted. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can you bring me that phone so that, um, yeah, so that I can, I can be sure of the time. Are you enjoying this? Yes, sir. Is it making sense to you? Yes. We're still going to come to this story. It's a very interesting story. But please, I don't want you just to enjoy the message. I want you to install it as, as, as let it be operative in your life. So evil communication always corrupt good manners. You see, I have moved from trying to preach good messages to preaching how people should use messages. Because no matter how much I preach, if you, if you don't know how to install, it's a waste of time. You just don't want to be doing out information and people remain the same ability to quickly install it and say, okay, this is, this is how I shall be. And let me go to the third thing quickly. So I've spoken about order. I've spoken about the emotions. What emotion does it bring? What atmosphere does it bring? Then you need to be able to scrutinize facts, truths, facts and truth. Facts and truth. Order, emotion, facts, and facts or truth. Let's check 1 Thessalonians 5.21. 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Prove all things. Huh? Hold fast that which is what? Good. Don't think it, don't think it is not spiritual to prove it then. Don't think it. It's being simple. Don't think it's not what spiritual to what to prove a thing. Now, guess what? This verse was said just rightly after he said, "Despise not prophesying." Yeah, despise not prophesying. In answer, prove all things. So, do you think the way not to despise prophesying is just to agree to everything? The spice that you are proving doesn't mean you are despising. Prove all things. Test all things. (laughs) Listen, when a story doesn't add up, don't spiritually add it up. There's only one reason why a story doesn't add up. What's the reason? It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Meaning something I'm taking out of. It's a lie. Don't be afraid to... To, to call a lie, lie a lie. Fire will not burn you. 
Fire will not burn you. A lie is a lie. Don't be too, don't be too lost that you see a lie. For example, if someone is raising money and say one million, five hundred thousand, God say two hundred thousand, God say hundred thousand, God say fifty. Ah, I can hear God say twenty. God just tell me ten. God said five thousand. God say anything. But God don't talk that way. It's a lie. <laughs> What's it? A lie. Daddy, daddy, run, dad, daddy, you're lying. <laughs> it's a lie. When you say when you when you see it as a lie, fire will not burn you. You are afraid to, to say a lie is a lie. After a while, the lie that will take out your whole destiny. So it means that God does, Satan doesn't mind collecting your money through seed. If I can collect it through seed also. Wow. Okay. It, 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 it doesn't play fair. Wow. If it's through sowing the wrong seed, seed that will not give you results, you will not be angry with God and say, yeah. I saw you, you're not jabbing it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about the preacher we, we invited many years ago while well, I was still a, campus, a leader on campus. And we, we made him know that we needed a boss. And then he said, was going to help us. Then we started with this story, very strange story, about the girl who went to UK, who was washing dead bodies. And um, one day, she didn't want to wash dead bodies, but he told her she should keep washing the dead bodies. And then one day, the, she washed one dead body. The man, of a very wealthy rich man, and then the man I put in his will that whoever watches <laughs> whoever watches body when he dies, that a part of his estate will be willed to to her. And then that's how she got that stuff. And then they wanted to do a ceremony that they asked her who is her father. She now told them is that man of God that they now brought him from Nigeria, that CNN, everybody captured that. <laughs> He was the only white black man in the midst of white people. Uh, that God is about to do something. There's an offering we need to give that will lead us. And that's how the man, but guess what? People gave. So he said tomorrow that he will re- receive those offerings early in the morning. The meeting was to start 5.30 in the morning. People were already there by 5 with that offering. The man of God who invited him was already on the, at the gate waiting for people. He said, ah, I won't see. I won't my yard. He said, I won't like people, but I have a culture. The people were dumb. They are dumb. They like it so. How dumb the world. How dumb the world. It's a lie. It's not adding up. And the only reason why it's not adding up is because what? It's a lie. When something is a lie, don't, don't lie to yourself that it's not a lie. And you know, a lot of us have been, things have been taken away from us through this kind of stuff. A lot of us have been told many strange things. You have a friend whose stories don't add up. But you just want to, you are giving them something of a doubt. What do you used to call it? When the Bible says love, believe all things, it's not this kind of believe all things. What it means is that 
You see, love believes the best. Like he's thinking about the best. The word believe here is not that any story you tell love, love will say yes. If it's true, God will believe all things. Because God is love. So if it's just about anything you tell God, God will say it's true, it's true. No, that's not love. <laughs> just says, love just believes that. Don't worry, no matter, how, no matter where you are, love believes that you'll be a better person. So it believes all things, no matter the situation. That's the interpretation of love believe. You know, some people are very cynical and pessimistic. They say love is not like that. Love does not say, Ele, could they ever this is who this person is. No, love doesn't say that. So when stories don't add up, why don't they add up? It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So investigate. Investigate. And, and don't, it's not, it's a simple thing. You shouldn't be angry that I'm investigating. Yes. If you tell me stories, I should be able to ask you, so where are you now staying? Since your father left, so, so where are you now? All right, come and take us to. Let's, your father has been terrible to you. That's why I'm not eating. All right, let's meet your father. We need to talk to him. <laughs> if it's true, you should not now tell us, you know, eh, ah, eh, eh, it's not around now. It's, okay, when will he be around? Ah? <laughs> 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 huh? Well, when somebody tells you something about someone, I say, okay, let's go on. Let's go and ask the person. This person said, you say, no, 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 I don't want to. We don't pass on anything. I say, no, no, don't pass on something. <laughs> the easiest trap is the trap of a one-sided story. Yes. A one-sided story is easy for you to fall for. Even me as I'm, just a one-sided story. When you hear, like, well, let's, I don't even want to care. Sometimes you just see a video of 20 minutes of somebody doing something for someone. Like, what? I don't want to kill one. How will I don't want to kill the other side. <laughs> and then sometimes when you now hear the old story, you're like, okay. You now feel like a fool. So you need to calm down. And what? Investigate. You know, the Bible says that you should not take any accusation except there are what? Two or three witnesses. Two or three witnesses. It's important. It's important to check the facts. Are you with me? Yes, sir. I said it's important to check the facts. Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, it's important what? To check. to check the facts. It's important to check the facts. It's important to investigate. Because Satan wants to mess you up. Satan wants to stress you. Wow. Satan wants to what? He wants to stress you. He wants to take you on an emotional journey. He wants to mess your emotions up. Now you have to check the facts. Are you still here? Praise God. Now let's go to the second Samuel chapter. Maybe Maybe I'll wrap it up here. Second Samuel chapter 13. So the fourth one, what's the first one? Second one, third one. All right, the third one is history. History. You need to, you need to check the history. Now this is very important. One. I need to, I need to calm down and tell you a lot about this one. History. I think this is the last one I'll tell you. I know I said five, but there's a fifth one. But let me just. 
Let's check history. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. History. Now, the Bible says, and Jonadab was a very subtumor. Jonadab, huh? Huh? That's his history. That's what? His history. Was a very subtle. So you need to check people's history. It's okay to check their what? Check, check their history. And history is always attached to people and places. And that's why you need to do everything possible for yourself to make sure that you do your best, your Bible best, in every place and every person you engage with because they form your history. Are you listening to me? I keep teaching this and I keep making sure, I keep trying my best to make sure that when people go to your history, let it be, let, 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 let Jesus' story be your story. Huh? Yes, your history is important. It says, Jonadab was. Imagine if Amnon had just checked his history. He wouldn't even stretch himself. Now, for Jonadab to be a very subtle man, for, for, for we to have this conclusion, it must mean that he has engaged people and incidences that led to what? Everyone saying Jonadab, Jonadab was a what? Was a very subtle man. So if Amnon had just connected his history, he would have been able to decipher the kind of counsel. Am I preaching here? Yes, I don't know if you are here with me. Yes, sir. So you need to check history. You need to check people's history. If you are going to get married to a divorcee, don't receive just what he said to you. You can get married to somebody who's been divorced. Don't just listen to what he says to you or what she says to you. Go find out sometime. You know, sometimes you move to a new house and people are pitying you. Everybody in the, everybody in the vicinity are pitying you. Like, ah, <laughs> I was going to take a house last year. So I got the number of the person who lived there. So I called. The house was very massive. It had about seven rooms. I said, wow, I finally got a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> so I called, I called the man who lived there. I said, my name is Kule Zakaria. And then we, have, we know ourselves somewhere. He's an older man. I said, I want to find out about this house. I'm about to move in. <laughs> uh, the man said, well, it's okay. It's just that the house has some problems that have, it has had since the day it was from the first day, from its foundation. He said, there are foundational problems, but um, there's a time yearly that the house disintegrates. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not really nothing. It's, not, it's just about the foundation. That there's a way the foundation was done that the walls just break. Now, when I was going to take that house, they had just finished renovation. So they had covered all the walls and painted it. So it looks so fresh. The compound interlocked. Interlock. It was glints and then you and that went to get us that. <laughs> My protocol people. <laughs> I said it's from the foundation that it's in. Then they had just one person who was staying behind. I went to speak to that person. But then the house is okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. He said, but you guys just have to be careful because um, the water from your bedroom comes to our parlor. I drove to that place. I don't know. I said, my heart condensed to this place. I, said, I, said, I, I guess I'm, I'm perceiving. But just by checking the history. 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 I forgot my. I just. <laughs> history will, 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 will help you. You will enter some problems. Don't just relate with someone or incidences on face value. Go and check history. God says you will not see my. You, uh, you will not see my glory. You will not see my face. But there's something you will see that will look like my face, Our, my back, my history. My history yeah. is the same as my present. You, you can't see face to face, but you see my back. My back is like my face. My back, my history is the same with me now. Even if the glory of my face will blind you, but if you see my back, you are see right. So you can predict how someone will be with you by how they have been. History. History. Don't joke with it. Say, hold on, I just want to go to your yesterday. Just, I'll come back. Let me take, I want to take a trip. I investigate your history. Let me just, let me just meet your, uh, your former husband. Ah. I'm worried now. <laughs> History is very important. Huh? Very, very. And that's why you need to keep doing the right things now. Because it's forming your history. Yes. It's forming your history. You need to do the right things now because what? It's forming your history. Jesus had a very fantastic history. When they were harassing him, one of the things he said was that, Abraham, 
Abraham desired to see my day. He saw it. It means I was, I was with Abraham, and Abraham liked me. Good history, right? Yes, sir. He saw it, and he was glad. Huh? Yes, sir. When David was going to take out Goliath, it was a history with the lion and the bear. That became his CV for the current battle. Your history must, listen, I must, say, I must say this to you. I must say this to you. Your history must comprise of three things. Or it comprises of three things. Try to make it comprise of three things. It will comprise of your victories, your losses, and your recoveries. Always recover. <laughs> Always recover. Always recover. Your history must comprise of three things. Must comprise your victories, your losses, and your recovery. You see, because, because you are not God, you would always have losses. You would always have failures. But recover. Recover from your failures and recover from your what? Let me say this to you. In the book of 1 John chapter 1, when the Bible was talking, where's my, uh, you can give me that. Go to verse 8. If we say we have no sin, We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Just stay there. If we say we have no sin, we have entered into another flow called deception. You become deceived. And um, the truth will no longer stay. Why? Because you have said you have what? No sin. That's what happens when you shy away from your failure. When you shy away from your failure, when you create a philosophy around your failure, and you don't accept it to be a failure, it says you enter a mode called deception, and the truth is cut off from you. Now, you become danger to yourself, and danger to anyone who opens themselves to you. Now, all the crazy, some of the crazy women you see online, this is what happened to them. A failed marriage, a failed business, a failed relationship. Something failed and they couldn't tell themselves the truth. They couldn't come to terms with the fact that I failed. I failed. Listen, let's read. If we confess, the word confess is agree. If I agree that I failed, then immediately you are going to meet a faithful God. And this faithful God will forgive you. And not just forgive you, it will cleanse. That is, the record does not exist. So, to fail and recover is the same meaning as never failed. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, when you fail and recover, you can live with your head high as though you never failed. You can. You are permitted by God. To act and behave 
like you never failed. Now, whoever foolish person wants to hold you by that's, that's, that's the person's business. But I tell you, your destiny will not be hindered. Yes. Nothing will be hindered. Yes. Everything will move even more powerfully. Yes. Behave like you what never yes. failed. When you, when, you, when you agree that you failed and you go through the process of recovery, then don't be shy or timid or be careful. All that is self-righteousness. Yes. All that is carnality. Yes. It's, you're being carnal. You are, not being, you are not being remorseful. You are being carnal. Who the son of man has set free is free indeed. Who the son of man is forgiven is forgiven indeed. Who the man of son of man has cleansed is cleansed indeed. You can begin to now act like in the shadow of that past. So there are three things that must comprise of your history. You must record your what? Record your victories. Your losses. This is the summary of David's life. This is David for you. Do you know Peter's greatest sermon came weeks after the greatest betrayal? It didn't come. It didn't come years apart. It was weeks apart. Acts chapter two, and the betrayal was weeks apart. It was just a few months away. And then the man began to preach as if he's been, has been he never did anything and he got 5,000 people. He was, ah, and I betrayed him. Will I say be talking? What if the girl that, that said, I'm his disciple, and I, she's there now, ah, hey, you know, I'm no, that's carnality. That's flesh. You're going to preach and I say, yes! <laughs> and I say, you know, when the Bible says that. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 When the Bible said this Jesus is Lord, yes. Lord why are you gonna shut up with me? Yes. Come and get saved, I get you the only yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Must comprise of <laughs> victories. <laughs> Your losses, recoveries. You have to recover. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes, all the times, recoveries, recovery has to be agreeing that you failed. It starts from then. Huh? You see, if you don't agree that you failed and you allow, and you and you take a, a new posture, you are you are. You enter into a frame that is not redeemable. Yes. Yeah. Because don't forget, before we saw the just God who forgives and cleanses, we first saw a man who was willing to confess. That comes first. And this was the same thing that happened in the garden. Really, Adam fell and said, it's the wife that you gave me. What did God tell them? Leave. Why? Because if you go partake of the tree of life, you, because you haven't accepted your wrong, if you take of life, you will be irredeemable. So go away. Till we were without strength and we knew we needed God, then Jesus came. Are you with me? You have to recover. 
You have to recover. And the first one is agreeing that you failed. I'm not excusing your failure. Because God does not, God does not receive excuses for sin. There is, no, there is no excuse you can give. I say, oh, ah, ah. He forgives sins. He doesn't excuse sins. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. Sometimes recovery will have to do it. We do it, you know, um, going through a season of apology. Huh? Yes, sir. Recovery sometimes can be humiliating. Yes. It can be humbling. But you see, you need to go through that yes, dead process to step into life. If you allow arrogance to disconnect you from a recovery process, you, you have pushed aside redemption. Are you with me? Yes, sir. So, investigate history. And we also must make sure that, that history will speak well of us. Wow. Yeah. Not because we didn't fail, but because we recovered. And so if they bring up failure, we'll bring the blood. So no, the blood dealt with it. Yeah. And if the blood showed up, it must have been because I admitted. And the blood showed it. So it is a just thing for God to forgive and to cleanse of all unrighteousness. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Man of God, just go away. Yes, please, please. And the last thing, but let me just mention it, is that you can check the fruits. The fruits of their lives. You see, a good tree will not produce a bad fruit. So, if it's just check the fruit, what's the fruit of this person's life? Do I want to end like this? And if, if Adam had checked all these things, you know, Satan did not recover. Huh? Yeah. He didn't recover. And he's eternally condemned. Huh? Yes, sir. And that's still the fruit of Satan's life. He became dark. He became Satan. And I just checked the first. Do I want to be Satan? Do I want to be somebody God has nothing to do with? Wow. But the fruit of someone's life, you can just say, oh, if I follow this person or follow this, this trend, it doesn't have to be person. Sometimes it's trend. Just check the fruit of the trend. If there's a message, sometimes people are preaching. Check the fruit. Somebody had preached it before. How did the person end? Check it. It's, it's everywhere. Just check the fruit. Like, okay, I'm not going there. Five things, right? What's the first one? Second one. Third one. Fourth one. The last one. Fruit. God bless you. Thank you.